0: You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jamison and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Let's get ready to suck it. <laughs> Welcome to your home. Snack bar, Lambeau Field. I was sculpted by the cheese of a flaming hot nacho. You play to win the game. He starts to come and then he pulls out. Oh, it's from a slicing of a goal. Finish him. Got
1: that work being this good. Welcome back to another episode of the All-Star Vintage Podcast Ooh. with your boys, mm-hmm. Diamond and Mark. That's right. Back again for another episode. And we're back mm-hmm. and we're going to be back for a while, man. Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were gone for a minute. <laughs> it's been a crazy month. Uh-huh. A lot of things going on. Happy That's to right. be back, though. And uh, uh-huh. hey, if it's your first time checking us out. Thanks for uh, doing so and being part of the show and giving it a listen. And um, for all our returning guests, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I'm feeling good, brother. How uh, are you? I'm good. It's episode, what, 27, we said? Yes, yeah, 27. 27 here on the CHOP Sports Network. How are you doing? Know you know what I think about when I think what? of the number 27? What? My guy. And mm-hmm. I don't talk about baseball a lot on this show. Oh, that makes sense. But... Mm-hmm. Growing up, and this is a little fun fact. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know, yeah. unless you're close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up kind of as a Montreal Expos fan. Yeah, I, random. I, I wasn't a Mets fan. I mm-hmm. wasn't a Yankees fan. Really, um, not a huge baseball fan. But mm-hmm. however, um, Vladimir Guerrero, number twenty-seven, <laughs> Montreal Expos was my guy, and probably the reason why I cheered for the Expos. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, yeah, I also one. love their jerseys too. Yeah, they had good, they had good style. They had, it was definitely like it's an oddball style, you know. They, I, I love their uh, their logo. I just never really knew what it mm. was. It was like the yeah. Montreal M, but it was just I don't know. <laughs> they were shit. just such a funky, weird team. Oh yeah. But also had a lot of great players throughout. Fuck yeah. Their, the life of the franchise, really. If you think about, it. there was a yeah. lot of guys there. Um, Fuck yeah. Um, Manny, um, that's my guy, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, that's my favorite player of all time. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 not Manny Ramirez. He wasn't there. Martinez, Pedro Martinez uh, was there. I think Randy Johnson was there. Yeah. Tim Raines, um, yeah. You know, but Vlad, man, when was, you think he's one of the best. When like, you think about the expos of all time, and the fucking arm that he had too. Oh, yeah, the cannon. Vlad was his son's good too. It's awesome, dude. You know? Yeah, it's crazy how like that expo that expo, that uh, raised uh, raised. What am I talking about? The fucking Blue Jays. That Blue Jays team has all like sons of all these crazy vets, like Bo Bichette, you know, Craig Biggio, fucking Vlad's son. Like, they're all, it's funny that they're all there. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, this is the indicator that we're uh, old. 100%. <laughs> right? 100%. Man. Oh, yeah. Um, that That's one. And then another one that got me, and mm. it's been some time now. But another one that got me was when I was starting to become older mm. than the uh, football players oh, or yeah. athletes yep. that I'm cheering for. Yeah, they were for. getting drafted. I'm like, "Yep, uh, yep, okay." I'm getting old now. It's like <laughs> that dude is like in high school. It's crazy. And then <laughs> it almost felt weird. Kind of cheering for them. Yeah, like, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm older than yeah. these guys. And I'm cheering for, like, these kids that are playing yeah. a game. Got over that quickly. Yeah, because exactly. That was fast. Your team's me. your team. Exactly. But it was just, like, a weird little thing for a mm-hmm. little. Bit. It's like, eh, <laughs> you know, it's getting older, yeah. man. And even now, head coaches. Like, They're young. And I know they get hired younger now, though. Mm-hmm. But it still trips me out that I'm looking at head coaches that I'm like older 40. than. Yeah. <laughs> or or close in I'm age to. Close to it. I don't think we're much older than any coaches. Well, uh, no, head coaches. What about first. Sean Payton? Oh, I mean, not it's Sean like, Payton. Um, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay, yeah, he's like RH, I think. Yeah. He's like RH, he's like 36. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Imagine coaching... Oh, an NFL team right now? Yeah. You're crazy. I can hardly get a fucking home ball without fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, it took me an hour to get here today. Let alone <laughs> fucking control a team. Like, being in charge of a whole team is insane. You have to... Absolutely grow oh, up yeah. in that shit like from day one. To be a coach at 36, a head mm-hmm. coach of a NFL franchise. Yeah, you had to have been like interning in like high school. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't imagine. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, man. Fucking number 27. Yeah. Vladimir 27. Guerrero, my well, well, guy. Real fast too. While we're talking about baseball real fast, mm-hmm. big shout out to fucking Albert right. Pulhos, bro. Seven Hundy. He did it against the Dodgers too, which honestly, it was an honor. Like, I'm not even mad. It was a fucking honor he hit a 700th home run against my team. I saw that you put that uh, graphic up on the uh, Chops oh, Sports well, Oh, yeah, because everybody's, yeah. like, obsessed with the Aaron Judge-like yeah. shit. Like, they're going—like, I get it. You know, he's trying to break records and shit. But you're looking at a guy who's been doing it his whole career. You know what I'm saying? Absolute legend. Like, Albert Pujols, probably one of the best baseball players I've ever seen personally, ever. When it comes to— Just hitting everything. And like I said, on and off the field, pure class. Pure class. And I, you know, I kinda like, you know, I I don't like St. Louis, but I like the fact that he went back to St. Louis and got to do it there. He was with what, the Angels for a while for a while. They they gave him that real monster contract of like ten years or something back when like you know, ten years plus ago, Mm -hmm. when that was kind of like a rare thing, when they were first just like starting to do that with players. Those monster deals, Mm -hmm. yeah. But And then he went to the Dodgers. He was playing for us for like a year or two. But, you know, he's back in St. Louis. Hits 600, 699 and 700 the same night. And he's done after this year, too. Like, everybody was asking at the beginning of the year, like, if you don't hit 700 or whatever, would you come back for next year just to just to get the number? And he was like, no, no, absolutely not. I'm like, this is it. I'm done this year. This is my last year. <laughs> like Respect, though. Yeah. Him Big and Yadier, Yadier Molina, they've been there forever, man. And, you know, it's funny, actually. You, the Dodgers uh, organization, when that, when they had that series just now that, that he hit the home runs at, they brought Pujols and Yadier Molina both golf bag club sets because, like you know, here happy retirement. That's classy. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That's I'm real classy. See if I can fucking pull it up because they had it was actually awesome. They had the um uh they had like their names and everything and the teams they played for on there like all embroidered in the bags and shit. Really nice. Now, is he getting, like, a farewell tour from every team? No. Or is it just the ones that he was associated with or just something that the Dodgers did because um, he was part of the franchise? Of uh, I the know, one because one. they did it for Yadier Molina, too. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Because he yeah, he, he, always he just played – he played St. Louis' whole career. Right. right. You know, I think they just did it as a respect thing, like, you guys are fucking – Legends. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, here, take these bags and get the fuck off our field. Yeah. Never <laughs> we never want to see you again. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah no that's a cool story though man Uh, fucking pool host man absolutely he's been around forever dude like i think about all the times i've been in and out of baseball Mm -hmm. like tuning in here and there you know i've had my stints some seasons where i'm checking in a little more but like pool host (laughs) he's he's like always been there since Mm -hmm. like what what was his first year you figure (laughs) like 2004 earlier probably earlier than that probably well, I don't have serve. Let's see. Um, <laughs> he's forty-two years old now. His first season was. Come on. Come on phone. Two thousand and one. There you go. I knew it was earlier than oh four So yeah, yeah two thousand damn, it's think about this. Uh-huh. It's two thousand twenty-two. Yeah. Right now. Twenty-one years in the league. Holy shit. Twenty-one years. And the numbers? Insane. Right? Was he like ever bad at any point? No, never. Even he later was good, in his career, he was, still yeah. good. Even when he was on the the Angels and they were not good, like they are with Trout, he was still putting up his Albert Pujols numbers. Mm-hmm. You know? Wait a minute. There's no way that's true. What's that? He was born January sixteenth, nineteen eighty. I mean, he's only six years older than we are. That feels so weird. Yeah, he's forty one, forty two. What? What would we just yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Dude, we're there. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, there. forty-two years. Forty-two. <laughs> yeah. Wow. When I see that number, like, and when I look at him too, I assume he's like fifty. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. F- oh my god! Fucking pool holes. But yeah, OG legend. Got it. I just, I just wanted to give him that shout yeah, out. That's yeah, all. Because you know, I respect him big time. Nah, big respect
0: though. Great
1: career. Hell yeah! Big Al. Hell yeah! But no, it's uh, you know, it's. Right now, Sunday, getting ready for football. Let's Can't go. Can't wait. Um, by the way, the weather finally turned. Thank God. It did. It <laughs> feels good. I did a uh, nice weekend drive yesterday. Oh, nice. Windows down, music on. Way to do it. Just chilling, going through Pennsylvania on the border. Nice and blue. Oh, dude, it was nice. Stopped at a good brewery <laughs> uh, down by the Poconos. Had a couple beers. Mm. And we went all out on the food, man. We nice. got nachos <laughs> we had this uh barbecue flatbread oh, um, you doing? and a pretzel as well people were looking oh, at cells. us like, let's go people were looking at us like are you serious right yeah, now it's just us two <laughs> yeah yeah we're hungry and those nachos are ginormous <laughs> but uh that's why yeah, yeah. I was at, uh, so I have extra uh, pretzel for you, by the way. Yes, I, I did no, save because I know yeah. you are a pretzel guy. I'm a zeal, I'm a zeal master that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, the weather, you know, starting to finally get night. Like it, I don't know. It's funny because it's like, oh, it was like 80 two three days ago, and then it's like, boom, did the weather see a state trooper because it became 40 overnight, 50 like immediately. And I will but say, I was I'm not prepared for it. that. No, my my I told you my sinuses weren't prepared for it. That day I went from like hot to cold. The next day I literally had a sinus infection. Like, what are we like, doing here? Insane. But I love this style. Like This style is kind of like this weather. It's my fucking favorite. Hoodie and shorts, it's my favorite. And I got to say, I love recording in this weather too uh-huh. because like we were just saying. This room's not a sauna. Uh, it's not. It feels <laughs> nice right now, yeah, man. Um, it's fucking great. takes away some of the stress, so it feels oh, yeah. good. Nice and relaxing environment. Nice. And but it's I like, um, I don't know it, it, it may, immediately makes you think of spooky season, you know what i'm saying? instant. it's instant. like a second it comes on it's like oh cool it's get to horror, it's gets all the good shit, you know. And if you listen to this show, yeah, you know, we're not just all about sports, obviously no, we no. talk about a whole bunch of things and yeah. um you probably know about our love for horror uh-huh. in general. You should by now. Um whether it's, you know, fiction or true crime, whatever it is, we're into all that. Mm-hmm. So, Netflix obviously has been capitalizing on horror season and mm-hmm. hard um, uh, <clears throat> true crime documentary series, etc. So the one that I've recently checked out and you have yeah. as well um, Not was, with it yet, but was Dahmer. Yeah, uh, the the series on Netflix uh, highlighting the notorious c- serial killer uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I and mean, I, and I think they made that out for the success of that Bundy one they did. Oh, yeah. You know, Efron. Well, of course, of course. I mean, it, it, it is all about the money, but I will say they, they are doing a really oh, good yeah. job. My first initial thought when it first came out, I'm like, another one? Yeah, another one. Like, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer's th- fucking I think, movies. I think we know the I've story. Seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know he's sick fuck. I understand that. Like, you know, how many times do we have to yeah. uh, you know, revisit this? However, I will say it's done very, very well to the yeah. point we were just talking about where it gives you the feeling of uneasiness, right? There's mm-hmm. like... This unsettling yeah. vibe throughout it. it. Just you feel like you have to take mm-hmm. a bath after watching it. Yeah, for sure. And if that comes through to a move uh, from a movie to me, like You're or doing, a show, yeah. like that's that's kind of a big thing because oh, yeah. I don't get that often. So mm-hmm. when I do, um, I will I will promote that and say that they've done a it's very very it. good job. It's, it's worth, worth a watching. Watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. How How about, I was go saying, ahead. sorry. I, I I fucking heard somewhere that like the some of the families and shit that are like still like, you know, around like this has been like super traumatizing to them, like this whole series, I guess, you know, the, you know, whatever the other ones that have come out and had, maybe, maybe it's because they're not as successful as this one's been so mm-hmm, far, mm-hmm. but they say it's almost like PTSD for these families. It's triggering them and all this other type of shit. So I don't know if that has something to do with the fact that it's on Netflix and it's so popular or because it's like we said, it's been done a million times. It's not nothing new. Yeah, it, it pr- probably for one is opening up a lot of old wounds for these people. So you know, but I'm saying he, like it, you know we've we've seen the story a million times come out. Like, why is this in particular something that's making them feel well, this way? And that's why I'm I'm wondering: is it just because it's on Netflix and it's so popular? I think know? that's a great point. I, I I do. I think it's definitely like about the popularity of it. Um, it's being talked about. It's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, and listen, I totally understand it from, um, some of the families of these victims, right. That right now there's this kind of romanticizing going around of the character of Dahmer because mm-hmm. of the guy who's playing it. Right. Yeah. So there's like this whole big thing about that. So it's like Dahmer's being like elevated to this, like, you know, God level, um, mm-hmm. kind, of like, kind of like and- Bundy, how like in real life. Girls loved him. Yeah, a yeah he, he was, was like a charming like, guy. Yeah, and he, thought he all was that. so hot. Like, yeah, yeah. So now, now with this, it's like, all right. So like, people are making money off of this guy's name still to this yeah. day. And they, they almost make killed, him feel sympathetic towards him in the yes, show. Yes, yes, like yes. Um, when Brooke and I were watching last night, there was one part where he started having feelings for one of these guys that he lured back, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to kill him. Yeah. And Brooke's like, oh, I hope it, you know he he stays with them <laughs> for a little bit before he kills them, and you know she uh, started feeling yeah, like, sympathy, yeah, yeah. And that you know, and if listen, if I had a you know gay uncle or or cousin or something that got lured back by Jeffrey Dahmer from <laughs> one of these clubs and got killed, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy about this either. No. I would not be happy about you know watching this, and and the detail that they go into as well yeah. is 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 wild, man. Especially for you know a Netflix series, so. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I just think that I think there has to be some type of sensitivity towards, you know, these people. And um, like you said, that PTSD of, you know, kind of revisiting some of these things, is, it's it's tough for them, for sure. You know, I get it. There, there's there got to be uh, maybe some sensitivity, but like, uh, I, I just feel like you can't let that compromise like your your art, like your your vision of making the show just like oh, I can't do this because it's going to upset this type of person, you know, or this person. Yeah, Like, I wouldn't, I can't let that happen. Like, if I was the person directing and stuff like that, like, I'd have to have to, like, somehow shut all that off. I'd have to shut all that noise out because I couldn't let that get to me. understood. Listen, I think there's, I can understand both sides um, from the victim's uh, family standpoint and then, you know, the people who are creating the show, Mm -hmm. Netflix, all these big businesses behind it, all that stuff, 100%. I get it. Um, it's just kind of the nature of the world mm. we're living in, but um, all in all, I mean, I will say after after everything I'm saying and supporting the family's victims and mm. being sympathetic towards them, yeah, I will yeah. still say I'm watching the show. oh, yeah, and it's fucking crazy Now do you <laughs> think you know? now do you think my question is now you think they deserve a little peace? Do they deserve a peace? they deserve a little peace? um a little t- just a taste. here's <laughs> my listen it's a it's a good point to bring up. I'm putting myself in the shoes of one of these victims' families, mm. and they're using their likeness. There, you know, no. But listen, I'm not. I don't want any money that's associated with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would not be able to take that money. I don't know. I feel like, and maybe there is I a deal. Feel, in place. Yeah, who well, like, no. knows? Yeah, there might be. I don't know. If I was in the family, I feel like I might need a taste. You're you're capitalizing off the brutality and the murder of. Someone that was close to me that, like, I'm never going to see again. I'm never going to get that person back again. And, you know, you're putting it on screen and making me watch it all over again. Maybe I should get a little cut because technically that person on screen is not going to be able to get their cut because they're no longer with us. Right. So I feel like, you know, if you're making me go through this, at least maybe throw me a check. Yeah. You know, or they're talking to lawyers and figuring out a way to. Extract money that way for yeah. payment suffering or something right? like that. Something like that. You maybe. know, yeah. You uh, made me sit through this on like traumatizing me, making me, you know,
0: I've I'd rather get the I... money
1: that way. You through, think? Yeah. Through fucking them. Yeah. And getting the money through fucking them instead of having a handshake deal with them yeah. and saying, OK, you know, uh, give me a taste and <laughs> I'm not going to bitch about this yeah. anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just it's it's weird. It's a weird it's a weird scenario. thing. Agreed. It's definitely a weird scenario. But I but I like the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, I fucking so far I see. I think there's ten episodes. I'm like halfway through. I Same five. Yeah. So so far it gets like give it like four out of five marons. Yeah. yeah no, so far I'm digging it. And like I've seen a lot of Dahmer. Like I was just saying, there's a there's a, a Dahmer movie with Jeremy Renner called Just Dahmer. And that, that that one's pretty fucked up, too. And like, there's some similar scenes in that one and then this one, too. Like, uh, did you get the scene where he uh, he uh, his dad wants to know what's in that box? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, just show it. And they have a scene like that in the other one, but it was uh, with the one with Renner, but it's not a box. He pulls out the the dummy, the mannequin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what is it? He's like, oh, it was just a joke. You know, we were stealing it. It was just for fun. It was uh-huh. a joke. <laughs> he had uh, he had an answer for everything, though. Man. Yeah. He was quick with it, too. Yeah. Even on the fly. Yeah. I'm like, even in the beginning, like, where they kept asking about like, the smells. Like, yeah, I'm, oh, I like cooking pork chops, and my family sent me meat, and it went it bad. bad. I'm like, all <laughs> right, you know, that kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes like, sense. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. But, and, and without trying to give too many spoilers, but. Mm. You Know the neighbor we were talking about. I mean, the poor neighbor that mm-hmm. lived next door to him in the apartment complex, yeah. hearing all this that's crazy shit yeah, at she night, fucking... calling the police, police not coming, mm-hmm. police eventually going there, and then you know him getting away with a ton of shit because of the times. And this is another thing that's crazy. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. uh, because of the times, you know. Um, this you know, black woman in this sketchy complex is calling the cops and they're ignoring it because, you know, it's not top of priority mm-hmm. for them. You know, these victims or one that got away was a, a young gay black man who, um, you know. Who at first when I saw the cops stop him, I thought they were going to fucking like shoot him. Do, yeah. I first of like, all, <laughs> like, what were you doing tonight? Were you partying? Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. yeah, because he, he escaped. And he was running down the road, and then luckily the police showed up while he was going, and he met up with them and explained everything that happened. And yeah. it's fucking, it's crazy. And so, also when you talk about the times, like, yeah. I was thinking about also, like, just the technology back then. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. So he was able to get away with a ton oh, more yeah. shit that he'd oh, never be able easy, to get away with now. so much easier back then. Yeah. If you want to kill someone. <laughs> oh, my like, God. You, now there's a camera everywhere. Now they're talking about putting cameras in the subway. Dude, I would never be a serial killer today. No, there's no way. There's a camera. I don't know how these guys... Well, here's the thing, too. There's not really, like... Do serial killers exist anymore? Is that Uh, a thing? I think there's a low, like... I know you have your shooters, your mass shooters, No, I think there are, like, some low... First of all, there's definitely sick fucks out there like Dahmer. Still. Those people don't just disappear, right? If, yeah, like there's there definitely can't just be one. There's definitely a sick fuck somewhere who has like the head of someone in a jar at their house right now. There's definitely a sick fuck out there somewhere in the middle, of, like Texas somewhere, probably some real fucking batshit crazy Ray Dog look alike, like some psycho. We're out talking devils shit. rejects, yeah, Texas yeah. chainsaw massacre stuff, yeah. Like there's definitely someone out there like that. There's no question. They just haven't been found. You know, they're just so far out, probably in the middle of nowhere. West Virginia, uh-huh. Texas, yep. somewhere weird. Like some, back, but right. I do. But like you'll see things in the newspaper like or they don't talk about much like a string of murders here and there, like people getting killed that are all related. Be like five or six and you don't hear about it ever. You know, whatever. I feel like sometimes those are related to serial killers like might be kill like five or six people, take a break for a couple of years, kill another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if, like, they find out all the murders are usually related. And, like, it happens a lot, and we don't hear about it, because we're honestly so fucking desensitized to it. You watch the news every night, someone's getting killed. That's true. So it's almost like you're not even paying attention. You could have fucking... There could be a serial killer on Lucy just don't have a name for him, and we'd never even fucking pay attention to it, because it's not, like, branded as, like, the Summer of Sam, or whatever the fuck it is, you know? You ever think about this too? like through all the people we interact with throughout our lifetime right even mm-hmm. just passing by yeah like you walk past in a subway or a shop right yeah. right like what are the chances or odds that you've at least ran into one person that's maybe not a serial killer but, but it's like has killed, has killed somebody. somebody oh before. yeah I, th- I think definitely i've probably, you probably probably hundreds honestly yeah more you than know, more than my we life, know you know yeah yeah who knows? Maybe like you could be standing in line next to somebody who just murdered. It's a whole family. You never no fucking idea. Idea. You never know. know. You never know. The world's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. So <laughs> anyways. But yeah, Dahmer was sick. Dahmer was crazy. Check it out for, for the folks into the spooky shit, into the true crime shit. Um, definitely check it out. Absolutely. And I will say as well. And also, uh, real fast, uh-huh. um. With the Dahmer shit, I don't know why it made me think of, like, some, like, because they just did one recently on, like, Gacy, I think. That's another serial killer who's just, like, he was, the thing with him, he was brazen about it, and he was, like, out in the open, like, I'm never going to get caught doing this shit, and he was cocky as fuck about it. It was insane how cocky he was. They need, they do a lot, they've done a lot of shit on Gacy, like, just as much as they've done on Dahmer, mm-hmm. but I think if they did a Dahmer, like, series on Gacy again, I think it'd be pretty interesting. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, after yeah. the success of this one, I'm sure. yeah. We'll see some All more right. stuff for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, going continuing on with spooky season stuff uh, real quick. Uh, we talked about it last year because I am mm-hmm. such a big fan and try to do this every year um, at the Mahoning Drive Through oh, Theater no. in a couple weeks, brother. When is that again? Uh, dates in two weeks, October eighth. I got tickets oh, okay. for October eighth. Yes. What's the eighth? Something's It's a was, Saturday. Where, was that was when we were going to do the. F- the horror movie. Fest. No, that's the following. So I'm so confused. <laughs> you said the eighth for that. No, you know? the eighth is Freddy Fest. So when are we doing the the following weekend? I, I think we're I looking at. I don't. I gotta look that up. <laughs> I mean, I should still be good, but I thought we. I thought yeah. We, no, man. fall activities. Yeah. Full, full, full effect for us right now. Yeah. Full of the full activity. So we have Freddy Fest, which is at the Mahoning Drive Through uh, Theater in Lee in Pennsylvania. One of my all-time favorite places to be man it's literally literally mm-hmm. like stepping back oh, yeah. in time dude until like the 80s or something mm-hmm. man the 80s 70s you know 60s 50s man like, mm-hmm. it's insane man you really get that old fucking retro vibe to it which mm-hmm. i love about it um but yeah man the place is great we're doing freddy fest which is freddy Krueger fest they do it every year um this is going to be the third one in a row I'm going to and I was almost going to miss this year man mm-hmm. um, I was very close cuz I uh, I'm traveling for work but I'm coming yeah, yeah. coming home the day before. Are you going for work? Get again? this Arizona. Oh really? Yeah, that. that's cool. Yep. you yep. To see Eric when you're out there. Yep, We're going to get dinner <laughs> one night. So, yeah, I'll be in Arizona for work for a few days but I'll come dat- back the day before so I'll miss night 1 but You know what? I'd rather go night Mm -hmm. two anyway, which is a Saturday, because um, last year Mm -hmm. uh, me and our buddy Scott uh, went on a Friday. Like I left work like an hour early, um, hit Mm -hmm. the road. And like as soon as we got on 78, like instant. Traffic. Oh, of course. And I sent so much that today already. <laughs> Dude, by the time I got there, um, Elm Street was halfway done already. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, luckily, they yeah, play a few movies. So, yeah. You know, and like you've seen Elm Street a million times. I could play so it in so, my yeah, head. Exactly. You know, like I don't need to see it. But yeah, so I'd rather get there early on a Saturday. And set up shop. We're going to be able to camp there. Um, So, dude, it's going to be a blast again. And then, like I said, we're trying to do the annual Mm. um, horror movie marathon. Yeah, I think uh, we did. Yeah, I think we did talk about the weekend after. We didn't actually solidify it, but I think we were, yeah. I'm looking at the Texas neck. I'm like, what? I'm so confused. Yeah, I I didn't realize you were talking about Freddy Fest in the 8th. Yes, indeed. But, uh, hey, let's take a break right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll get into sports after the break. (laughs) Sports. We'll go into my card segment. We got jersey talk we and got some uh, brutal fantasy talk. <laughs> Mark's hurting a little bit. I'm at dying already right now. I'm dead. But uh, you guys hang tight. We're going to let Dave do his thing, and we'll
0: be right back after this. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out. And sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Shop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business. And today, we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL-spouse-operated boutique
1: based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have
0: all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now. And at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Lilac Boutique and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. What's up, everybody? This is Sturge and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so give us the old subscribe scheme. Did you just channel your inner Sturge? Channeling my inner Sturge. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis, definitely dominant in dodgeball, uh, dominant in California kickball. Monday domin- through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done.
1: Oh, back. We're back. For the second half of episode 27, you're tuned back. into the All-Star oh, Vintage Podcast, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna get right into the um the unnamed card segment. <laughs> I feel like it's always awkward. Just the like, unnamed card segment. I don't know how break. to announce it. From break, the unnamed <laughs> card segment. No, it's fine. Just like that. Or you know what? Just hit one of those random buttons that are on the, the, the thing. Oh, yeah. Just let's, pick let's, a random one. Alright, ready? Just pick a random button. I can't hear nothing. <laughs> I don't think nothing happened. Yeah, I did. What? <laughs> it's like bells. Was it? <laughs> oh, see I can't get the headphones on. Yeah, you don't have the headphones. No. All right. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's. Yeah. Uh, it does not fit, but <laughs> <laughs> here it is. We're gonna go into my uh, football card segment where I select three random cards from my old collection and um, just talk a about, a about them. So let's get yeah. into it. Card number one, brother. Let's see what we got. What is it? All right, we're going quarterback uh-huh. on the first card today. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a quarterback from the Detroit Lions. Uh-huh. I'll give you a year. Okay. Let's see. Um, year 2000. ain't well, Joey Harrington yet. So uh, he's been with the team at this point from 1998 and the 1999 seasons. Is he a black guy? Yes. Oh oh. uh, I'm back up most of his career. Yeah. But he was one of those guys. That was like good to come in every you once put in him a while. In, he'd play, he win a couple games for you, but uh, he's not going to blow the roof nah, off the. I'm stadium. never going to guess this. You'll know it. Just um, tell it to me. I'll it's guess uh, it. Charlie Batch, Charlie Batch, longtime Steeler. Yeah. yeah, who we're covering in Jersey Talk this week. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Up after this segment. So yeah, we're looking at a Fleer two thousand. Mm-hmm. This is a Charlie Batch Detroit Charlie Lions. Batch, How about that Lions man? car? That's random. Uh, one of those good backups though yeah. to have, man. And he played for backup. a long time. Yeah, he did. His his elder years with the Steelers. Oh, he chilled on the bench for a oh. while there. Oh yeah, for sure. What's next? Okay, number two. Let's see what we got here. And we're going quarterback again. All right. Um, Actually, this is from the same set, so mm-hmm. Fleer 2000, uh-huh. we're going San Diego Chargers is quarterback. It, is it the bust? Is it Ryan Leaf? It is not oh. Ryan Leaf, no. no. No, 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 He played there for like two years but before they got rid of him. I'll give you some <laughs> hints here. First year was 1987 oh. with the Chicago Bears, oh. and he played there until 1993. Not nah, McMahon. Nope. Then he joined the Colts in '94. I don't know. And then joined the Ravens in '98, mm. and then the Chargers. Dilfer? in '99. Good <laughs> guess. Uh-huh. But no, Delfer wasn't with the Chargers. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Oh shit, my guy. You should. Yeah, you played for the Colts, right? Too. I forgot. Yep. Jim Harbaugh. Jimmy. Jimmy. So uh, I think Harbaugh was there when um, Peyton Manning got drafted. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I thought. You said try, thought Ryan right, Leaf, because yeah. I thought that was, but that was 98, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Well. And then the third and final, let's see what we got. We're going defense on oh, the final wow. one here. Switching it up. We got an upper deck collector's oh. choice edition here. Oh, edition. Um, St. Louis Rams. Oh. Defensive tackle. Oh. Talking 1995. Oh. I'll give you a hint. Oh, I'm not going to guess who. He's the uncle. Uh oh. huh. Of Jets, probably soon to be Hall of Famer. Cornerback Darrell Revis. Oh, oh, uh, fuck. Was instrumental in Revis holding out? Yeah, I forget what I'm I'm not gonna remember his name. But you know I know we were talking Gilbert. about Sean Gilbert. Sean Gilbert. Sean Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. I knew who you were talking about though. Good player. Yeah, yeah. Good player, Sean yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, he was a big reason <laughs> behind fucking Revis getting his money. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, oh. so how about that? Sean nice. Gilbert, man. Nice good um, good three cards for the talk. 1992, five sacks, 93, 10 and a half, mm-hmm. 94, three. And then, mm-hmm. uh, that was going into the 95 season. But yeah, huh. so not, not a bad, uh, no three here for, a uh, pick up a, a big tree. Yeah. So we got, uh, Harbaugh, Charlie unnamed. Batch, Sean Gilbert for this week's unnamed card segment. <laughs> What's your favorite out of the group? Uh, Harbaugh. Horrible.
0: Horrible. 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 That's my
1: guy. <clears throat> um, He's got it better than him. Nobody. I'm going to go. we go with Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, even though fuck him and Daryl mm-hmm. Revis. Gilbert. But uh, yeah, he's a cool player. I saw a truck the other day speaking to Gilbert. <laughs> it was in the Burger King parking lot. But the truck had a thing that said Burger Barn. And my guys kept going, Burger Barn, Gilbert. <laughs> Burger Barn. It's a Burger Barn. When's the last time you saw that flick? Recently. My mom really? loves it. Yeah. She thinks it's hilarious. Oh, Fucked God. up. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh shit! All right, switching uh, gears. Now we're switching up to this week's edition of Jersey Talk. Jer- Jersey Talk. Jersey, Jersey talk. talk. Jersey Talk. That's right. It's gonna be like that. And then, um, this was, um, AFC North. Yeah, it, it, but this, uh, blah, 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 segment here was brought. To us by a fan and friend of the show, Dan Sharkey. Shout out so to shout Dan out Sharkey for bringing this to our attention. Because we're going to be not after we get out of football. We're doing everything. We're going all around with the Jersey Talk. So we are on the, NS, the AFC North today for this week's edition. And let's start off with what team is that? The Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They have uh, not really changed their jerseys a ton in their history. Just like they probably changed their jerseys as much as they've changed head coaches. I wonder what uh, Steelers fans think about that. Like, are they happy yeah, about the consistency? Because they Do have, they want something new? I, 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 you know what, though? My favorite Steeler jersey, besides like the white Jerome Bettis probably, it's, I have to say it's that black one with the real like bright yellow you know what I'm talking about. It's black and has a a bright yellow to it. Black with a. Mm-hmm. There's not much white in it. It's got a real. If you go up, I think go up to the up to the top right. You see the three jerseys on the end there. These? Yes. The one in the middle. Oh, yeah. there's old old. I vintage like those. One, yeah. th- those are my. Those are my favorite Steelers. Yeah. I don't know why. It's very simple. Do they have a uh, throwback variation in there? They them? wear that once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Once a year or something like that, they'll wear that. Yeah, no, I like lo- those. I like are cool. those, I like those too. My favorite. Those are my favorite Steelers. I do like the white classic Jerome Bettis era, but those are my favorite for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's really not too much to choose from when yeah, you're I looking at uh, what the Steelers have, man. You know, it's like uh and like I said, like, I don't know if, if you're a Steelers fan. Do you want to change? What would you change? Uh, I, I think I'm going with the the white Bettis era, yeah, those, you know, are, those are nice, super usually, clean, usually have the nice patch on it from the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, like, there, yeah. there's one I recently saw. I think it was a throwback uh, with a yellow helmet. Mm-hmm. That was what they rock with that one. I like with the white jersey. Yeah. No, or with the one you were talking about. Yeah, I like those too. I like those. Yellow helmet with that black jersey I like. Cool. Yeah, um, it's, it's cool. Yeah, so that's it really Steelers. Not too much to yeah. dive into there. Um, so, yeah. Not a uh, deep history. They've nah. been really consistent <laughs> over time. Yeah. So we move to- We'll move to the Ravens. The Ravens. Yeah, they've always had some cool jerseys, even from their, like... Inaugural year? Yeah. I've always thought they've had cool jerseys. Me too. I think it's the numbers that make it cool. There's that one that has, like, the raven on the helmet. I wasn't a big fan of that one, but, like, not the one with the... But, like, you know, it has, like, the shield and the raven. I don't know. What the fuck were they trying to do in 2015? What, were they rocking, like, the gold These pants? These gold pants? Yeah, those are ugly Oof. Well. I do like the all purple, though. I like the all purple, but I don't like the color of the numbers there. No, they have a different all purple. There's gold too. in 2016 that they were rocking. Uh, um, I think my favorite, though, if we go back, it might be the purple... Their inaugural season, right there. That Ray Lewis is wearing. Look at his shoulder pads. That Ray Lewis He was have insane. Ninety six. Yeah, yeah. I think those are my favorite. Yeah. Those are my favorite Ravens jerseys. Yeah. What yeah. is the difference between the, the ninety six and ninety seven? Uh, I think it's the number. And then the 98. Because even the 98, the number's different. A little, it has, like, the gold on the inside. And the other one's kind of just shadow. Now, do you like the helmets that they had? With It was the, uh, it was the it looked like the shield. <clears with throat> That's the what I was, I was getting to. I, don't, the I didn't like No, those. I don't like that either. I like the one that they have now with the regular raven on it. Yeah. But that one Yeah, with the one, the shield, I was not a fan. Yeah. No, 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 no. But the jersey oh, itself. Oh, the jersey itself. Was, I think the cleanest. Now, the with uh, the black pants, white pants, what combination? White pants. White pants. Purple top, white pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Those are my fave, too. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. But all in all, always. Always have have cool jerseys. Top-notch, class jerseys. Just like someone else in this division. Not the Browns. (laughs) But we'll get to them. But The Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, Another team with beautiful jerseys. Since the beginning, they've had the coolest jerseys. Yeah. And, like, I like the Boomer jerseys. Those are cool. I really like the new white helmets they have. Oh, my God. With the white on, like, the white tiger look. That's it's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Really fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. But, honestly, I like, yeah. I think if we went, I like their new jerseys, the ones that they've been rocking the last mm-hmm, couple of mm-hmm. years. Like, I do like the old boomer ones. Those are cool. But I think modern day, like, you know, Chad Johnson era. When they switched when they, over to the yeah, new ones? Yes. Yeah, those okay. were. I think those are like the cool, like some of the coolest jerseys in the league, period. Like the pants they have, it's fucking, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm going with like the... Um, I would say the all white with the white helmet, but I like, I think the, the classic black... With the, you know, yeah, th- this is my favorite. Those ones, yeah, those ones are good. So I am looking at, wow, in two uh, in two thousand right before the change, right? Yeah, right before they switched over. They uh, this is Peter Warwick, remember him? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am thinking like Jeff Blake era, mm-hmm. Achilles Smith era. Ugh, he was terrible. Um, who else? Who else? Fucking Corey Dillon. Yeah, early Chad Johnson. Yep, early Chad Johnson. Yeah, those are those jerseys I love, and, and the black ones, just, mm-hmm. just like that man. Yep. Those are my definitely one of like my favorite the, jerseys of all time yeah. in general. Yeah, um, but I like I like the new version of that, mm-hmm. the black version, the more. Yeah, I like those two. These are my fave, though. But yeah, Bengals. All in all, yeah, all, pure class. Yeah, Bengals and Ravens, fucking both yeah. solid jersey history. And then lastly, <laughs> a um, the, the team that hasn't had <laughs> shit really. <laughs> the stains. <laughs> Browns. Honestly, Why though, can't they get it right? I don't know. They can't get shit right. But if you scroll around, see they have. I mean, I, in general, though, we were just talking about this mm-hmm. before. Why do they bring back this stupid elf? <clears> throat> <to> throat> They're just trying. To it's put fine. on the 50-yard That's what line. That's I said, because some oh, people liked it 50 fucking years ago. Maybe they'll fucking embrace it again. But they have a, uh, they made, like a couple years ago, they did some jerseys that I didn't hate. Look at this one of uh, Brian Hoyer in 2014. Is Hoyer still linging around? Oh yeah, he's linging around. Still, I think still. he's down in Houston. But keep scrolling around. There's those orange ones aren't bad. I think those are the ones I like actually. Yes, and because I, I they have the shadow numbers on. Yes, these. those are cool. And they have like it just says Browns like on the pants usually. Like, mm-hmm. it just says and I thought those were actually kind of nice. I think those are probably my favorite Browns jerseys there are because there's not many. Yeah. And those are show a little bit of personality, at least. The, the issue, I will say, with these, mm-hmm. and, and they're definitely my favorite ones, mm-hmm. is the color scheme mm-hmm. that they got going on is way too similar to the Bengals. Yeah. And they're in the same division. Now, if they yeah. were in a different division, I don't think it would be an yeah, issue. true. But the fact that they're in the same division, with, I think there's some yeah, conflict there. With that orange, especially. Yes. With their normal Browns, it's fine. Like, there's no way they could play the Bengals in, in those both orange. of those. Yeah, no. Both of those teams wear those tops. No. Impossible. Just, but those orange alternates are probably my favorite. What about the nasty old Brown on I, Brown? I don't you know. They're, they're just what they are. Huh? Yeah. They're just ugly. <laughs> you know, they're not great, but they're not the worst. I don't know. I had some type of affinity towards Yeah, that couch jersey. Those mm-hmm. those Browns jerseys, those brown browns for some reason. And yeah, mm-hmm. I had a Tim Couch jersey way back in the day. And I love that jersey. I don't know. It's like remember there was a time where we used to wear jerseys? Mm-hmm. I think it was just at like a certain era, like yeah. for like everybody. Your we just wore, wore jerseys to play as you like you liked. Like yeah. I I'm was a die-hard team and shit. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I'm saying, like, I'm not gonna wear a Giants jersey. Right. I wasn't liking anybody on the Giants. Right. So. But yeah, we had players that we liked. You know, through you know, fantasy football, mm-hmm. Madden, just watching in general. You pick up guys outside of your team that you like, mm-hmm. and um, you know, you wore those jerseys. But I always knew, I, you know, obviously, I was a diehard Jets fan. But I would wear, you know, a Tim Couch jersey or Larry Johnson Chiefs yeah. jersey. But we've yeah. talked about this before, have we? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I just I, I liked I like these ones for some I reason. I just like the orange. These yeah. ones just look like base as fuck. Well, they still come in number two. But yeah. yeah, okay, so that's it. There we go. Let's uh what we're gonna do is kinda jump into doing our picks, NFL picks for the year. So at this point, it's already, it's what, week three? They're starting the NFL, right? I think Which it's is a, insane already. Yeah, it's so fast how fast this season goes. But I think it's it's, it's actually, you know, everybody does their picks in the beat before the season even starts. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, whatever. But we figure, let's do it now that we've seen these teams play a little bit. And you kind of have a better idea of where guys are at. That's fair. You know? Yeah. So, well, I'll take care. We'll do, I'll do the NFC. Don will do the AFC. And we'll just kind of go through divisions. Who we think is going to win that division. And then possibly, you know, and then we'll do the wild card teams, who we think will be wild cards and so on. And we'll uh maybe make it to the Super Bowl, who I think our Super Bowl matchup might be. Do I need to be jotting this down or um you think we'll be all right? I think we'll be all right. <sighs> as long as we can, you know, just, if you know what teams are in what divisions, you're all right. You know, that's, I'm just looking up where this. – I'm actually going to look up the standings because I'm just curious who's actually, like, in charge or who's in top of the – because I don't like, you know – not looking at every division here all right so let's start it off i'll start off here with the nfc east my cowboy division here all right okay uh who we're playing the giants here monday night big game already because we're both i we're both one and one. Oh, and the giants and the giants are two and 0 oh. don't look bad dude. yeah but you know what they're gonna lose to us the giants are not good they're not a good team they, they they got lucky week one so i mean they're not that good of a team they're lucky but to be completely honest uh I think the Cowboys still have a chance to win this division, but as much as I hate to say it, I think the Eagles end up winning this division. Been saying it all along, man. I really do. Yep. I really do. I hate to. I hate to say it. Sirianni too. Yeah. Who I fucked, Trust me. I hate to fucking say it. But they have good players on offense and defense, and they're young. Siri, ugh, fucking retardiani. <laughs> I can't believe this guy. But I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say they're at 10, 11 wins on. one could give a total win total, but eh, I may fuck it. I think the Eagles do win, and I think they probably do it with fucking 10 wins. To, no, I think they do it with 11 wins. Wow, wow, yeah. And I think the Cowboys might be right behind them with 10, though. <laughs> I think if Dak comes back, if if comes back healthy, looks all right, and fucking Rush can hold it down a little bit. Won last week. Beat the Bengals last AKA week. AKA the future QB one. Man, fuck that. Jerry's out of his mind. Jerry's starting to lose it. So, But, no, I mean, the Cowboys still might be one of my playoff teams here. But I'm going to just go ahead and say the Eagles are going to win that division. Okay. What do you say with the AFC East? Your, your jet division here. Well, obviously. Which is not. The Jets aren't. You know, they win today. Who knows? Who knows? I, I actually think the Dolphins are going to beat the Bills today. You do? I think it's, I think going it's to be possible an overtime shocker. I think it's very possible. I do. I think I think it's going to be 34, 31 Okay, Dolphins today. Okay, over the Bills. I have a weird hunch. Okay, and I texted a friend who's a Dolphins fan and uh huh. <laughs> I already told him so. It's it's on record. It okay. happens. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do They have. It's crazy. I, I, I think it's going to be a weird, crazy, it's really game. crazy. You know. Um, as of right now Tyreek Hill is number 1 in the league in yards and Waddle's number 3. Crazy I mean, That's scary. Yeah. Think about that. And Tua doesn't look bad. Yeah. Someone reverse the video of him throwing righty instead of lefty, he looks incredible. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I but I'm obviously going with the Bills. Okay. I mean, yeah, obviously. they are the powerhouse right now unless, you know, pro- proven otherwise. Yeah. You know, who's going to stop them? I don't think the Patriots have enough firepower. Um, the Jets, they're not there yet. They're a couple no. years away still. Yeah. Let's be realistic. No, yeah, it's, it's the obvious. Um, I think the Dolphins are way better than we expected, but at the end of the day, no, nah, it, it's the Bills and they're gonna win. Um, you know, mm. thirteen games. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, I think so. The, I think the Bills are the, the team to be reckoned with in the whole NFL. Yeah, the now. class. Yeah, the class of the league, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's move on now here. I guess I'll move on to the NFC West. And when I look at this division, you've got a lot of teams that are like, eh. I'll tell you this. I didn't think the Raiders would be owned 2 right now. No. That's the AFC, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at mine. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. But yeah. when you look at the NFC, sorry. there's a lot of play. There's a lot of teams here that you just like, you know, the Niners, the Rams, the Cardinals, Seahawks. Like, eh. I still think this is the Rams division will lose. You know, they haven't looked great, but they haven't looked bad. You know, and they still have everybody that they need, obviously, to win a title. Mm-hmm. They're all still, still there and they've revamped. I think Allen Robinson's going to start having some big games coming up. So you're waiting I, for him. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, the. I, I think it's still the, you know, everybody in that division is one and one right now. But I still think, you know, the Rams, they end up taking that division. Okay. They probably do it still with probably 12 wins, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna give that division straight to the Rams just because. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I probably would do the same. Um, so we're looking what in the AFC, West, yeah, so AFC West. AFC West. I um, I have the Chiefs, man. And yeah. they're two, they're it's two like and it's like zero one of those same scenarios. Like, there's to lose. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're two and zero. They haven't done it yet. I think the Broncos are in trouble. Yeah. With yeah. Hackett. Yeah, like I think already. He, he might be a mess. Might <laughs> he, not be the team, it might just be him. He already hired this senior assistant that hasn't been in the league in forever, <laughs> who was like a special teams or or assistant head coach for uh the Ravens for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's there to basically make sure that Hackett doesn't make any other bonehead decisions. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. You need like to do that, you're already already, you're already stepping in. You're talking going shit. into week three. <laughs> right. It's a mess. So I, I know. I think they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's no. Clue. And um, man, imagine that all the money they're giving it's Russ too, and, and they, he's have, all oh, they wow. have all that young talent. Oh wow! All that young talent. Wow, wow, total waste. You know, if, if the if the hack experiment, the he can't hack it mm-hmm. experiment doesn't work out there. They have to get a, a veteran uh, head coach back in there. Yeah, because I mean, hey. too much talent on the team as right now. As much as everybody talks about Sean Payton and the Cowboys, Ben Sean Payton Whoa. to the Broncos. Whoa, Russ. Whew, Whoa. Imagine that! Look out! Imagine that! Wow. That's the perfect scenario. Wow!
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Listen. No yeah. one's even thought of that one. You're welcome, folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting close to the end, so let yes. me let, let me uh, speed this up a little Already bit here. here. But yeah, Chiefs. Um, you know, I think they're going to win 12 yeah. games. Easy. You know, maybe 13, but somewhere around there. But they got it. Yeah. AFC West, Chiefs. Because I and I don't ch- I don't trust the Chargers yet mm-hmm. because. They haven't shown you that no. you could trust them. Yeah, facts. Same thing with the Raiders. And I, the Raiders, I did not think would be 0-2. Yeah. And um, like I said, you know how I feel about the Broncos mm-hmm. right now. So Mess. Uh So let's go to the NFC North here. And another division I look at, very everybody's one-on-one. You're like, huh, wide open. I think the Lions are a big-time surprise team this year, but I don't think they win the division. Uh, honestly, I think the Vikings win this division. I do. As bad as they look. Last week they looked great week one and they showed you that they have every weapon you can possibly think of on offense and their defense is not bad. So You think mm-hmm. they got something with O'Connell? And I do. I think O'Connell's a good coach. Mm-hmm. And with the NFC being just as wide open as it I think it just is, that it, I I think the Packers have taken a major step back. They have no weapons. Aaron I told you Aaron Jones is a weapon though, they're running back. He proved it last week again. He is legitimate. Rodgers is obviously a legend, but they don't have anybody yeah, at the receiver, literally nobody. So I maybe they make the playoffs, but I don't. I but they don't win that division. So I'm gonna give that division to the Vikings. I, I think like they it. do with about eleven wins. You know, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. But uh, yeah, that's 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 just yeah. Under the AFC North, sir. Yeah, so <laughs> this one's tricky, man. We just did the Jersey talk. Here. Well, this one's tricky because the Bengals are about to go zero three. Um, yeah, against uh-huh. they're playing the Jets, Jets in a few minutes. Yeah, let's go. Um, and the Steelers, Trubisky. I mean, what by week six he's going to be out. Pick it's going to be starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I look at the Ravens and I look at the Browns,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm like, I look at the Browns, and I just don't trust them. Yeah. Um, but however, if Deshaun comes back, you never know the team. But he hasn't played in two years. Yeah, also. I, and Brissett ha- hasn't been terrible either. No, but he's not. But he's, he's he is what he is, right? Yeah. Um, I think the Ravens are going to take it. I think the Bengals yeah. are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, yeah, obviously, sure. but I think the Bengals, uh, the Ravens, and not because they're great. Yeah. Just a division. It's a Weird division. Yeah. I know how you. I know what you're saying. So I don't think the Steelers are that damn. So big. like same. I think the Bengal uh, the Ravens might take it with. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 11 wins. Okay. And maybe have a tiebreaker over the Bengals mm-hmm. to take the division maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Okay. I'd buy it. I'm into that. All okay. right. So we got the NFC South here. And this to me is a no-brainer. Just the Buccaneers. Like, you have the the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Come on now. Artie Party, you're 0-2, Mariota. That team is a fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Panthers, the Baker Mayfield experiment is showing that that's just as bad as the Donaldson experiment, as well as the Matt Rule experiment. Yeah, and the Saints are just the Saints. They're going to be mediocre. They might have some games where they play really well. Some games will play really bad. And the you know you got the Bucks are sitting at two and zero. I think they're going to win twelve games at least and take that division. Even with easily. all the drama surrounding Brady, easily, yeah, yeah. easily, right? because that team just has talent both sides of football yeah. anyway. So. And they they have the coaching, so I give it to the Buccaneers easily. Would a run away in that division easily. Yeah, this one is tough. AFC South. Yeah, it's a little. You got Jaguars. Honestly, when Texans, I looked at that, I think the Jaguars. Titans, the Jaguars have a chance to win that division. I know because I really like Peterson. Yeah, he's a like, good coach, man. Yeah. You know, um, you know the Texans. Ah. I don't. I. I can't trust it. Mm-hmm. Colts. I can't trust it. Even yeah. though I like Frank Reich. Yeah. I don't know. Matt just Ryan's weird, not looking. He's not looking. He's looking old. Yeah. I think their time old experimenting old. with uh, old veterans. They got to. They got to yeah. get a young guy in there. Man. Time to get a real deal quarterback. Yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. Like fucking Titans are sitting there at zero two. Mm-hmm. But maybe they could get hot and take a weak division. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to go with them, but, like, again, 10 wins? Yeah, nothing crazy. 10 wins. Just taking advantage of the cannibalized division. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Okay. so that's it. Oh, I like that. So we're going to playoffs. Yeah, let's do the playoffs real quick. So, okay, we have our division winners. I have the Eagles. I have the Rams. I have the Vikings. And I have the Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. Right? How many playoff wild card teams are there now? Isn't there more now? Is it two or three? Isn't there three now? Is there? So, I say the Cowboys, and I think the 49ers. But isn't there three? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I could have swore there's fucking three. Or did they do it just for that one year? I don't know. How many more cards? Three wild card teams. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so my other wild card team ready for this one? Yeah. The Detroit Lions. Oh, snap. I think they're uh, sneaking as the very last wild card team. I got... So who who's your three? The Cowboys, the Forty ers and the Lions. All right. All right. I have I got the Dolphins sneaking in. Okay. Makes sense. I got the Dolphins sneaking in. I have the Chargers as number two. Mm-hmm. And I have the um Bengals mm-hmm. at three. Okay. Okay. And for just for purposes mm-hmm. of Whatever, I think when I look at my playoff yeah. picture, I believe we're just going to be the Rams coming out of here again. Yeah. I think the Rams do it again. Yeah. They get to the Super Bowl for, Yeah, so for the, I, for the conference. Uh, out of the AFC, I think it's the Bills. Yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely see that, you know. Um, yeah, so we're talking Bills-Rams. Yeah, I'd like to watch that Super Bowl. Yeah. High powered offenses, bangers on defense yeah, too. I I'll sign up for that. Who who you got winning that one? Uh the Bills probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. I think the Bills I just think it's their year, yeah. Man. I feel like they're a powerhouse. They're and it's like we've been saying they've been on the uptick for a lot of years now, and I think they're finally hitting they have that it all plateau. together. Yeah. And if they don't win it this year or next year, maybe I think they're gonna start having a fall off. hmm Yep. Well, Allen will still be great, but the team just will start fluttering. Yeah. I mean, you start losing free agents, things like that. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, only, it's inevitable. Those yeah. windows don't stay open forever. Nope. So So that was our little pick segment here for, you know, the remainder of the NFL season. Why don't you send us off with a uh, good ha Yeah, I do have a, a good ha-ha moment of the week here. So it's everybody's favorite moment. That is the time where we end the show. And this week's <laughs> moment of the week is brought to you by uh, the NFL, of course, because the NFL is king. And it was a Bill's sponsor now, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about the Bills. And during a Bills game recently, um, TV analyst and everybody's hated joke, uh, Dan Orlovsky was uh, trying to make a point that no one cares about because he's a loser. And he was trying to hold in a sneeze, but instead just let out a massive fart. So, live on the air, here's Dan Orlovsky trying to uh, cover up a sneeze. Now, the, big, the big change is the commitment to running football. <laughs> now, the <laughs> it's such a classic Fucking fart Classic too. fart sound, too. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> like, that's mad funny on national TV. You're like, oh, here's my big shot. Did he, did he like tweet anything or anything? I don't afterwards? know. I, like I, making I, fun I, of himself because at that point you got to be like, all right, I mean, joking on there. me, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> no, I don't think he tweeted anything. I think he's too fucking embarrassed. But good for him. He's a loser. <laughs> anyway, that was this week's <laughs> moment of the week, and that's what we got for this week, folks. We're gonna be back in the full swing of hell yeah, man. We're back, baby. So everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show. Hit up the store. Allstarvintage.shop. Yep. Everybody take it fucking sleazy. E out.
0: This has been the Allstar Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it.